Whiskey and Nerds Podcast. Okay. So the recent releases of shows that came out while we were on our uh, hiatus. Have you watched them? Or are you still on like... I watched the first episode of each. Okay. Thanks for doing your homework on the podcast, you asshole. Yeah. I... Okay, so I started off... We'll start off with Book of Boba Fett. Okay, let's start because off... Because that one came out first. That one came out... 29th. 29th. Okay, so uh, I watched the very first one, and I... It was... It was a setup episode. The best part about it was the whole um, Parks and Rec uh, filibuster, Star Wars, where you can line <laughs> up the filibuster from Parks and Rec with the scene from where... over 10 years ago. Yes. From the scene where Boba Fett is climbing out of the wormhole. Mm-hmm. And it lines up like perfectly. Um, and I understand that it was uh, it was episode one, so it was the pilot, it was the build-up, but I've just heard nothing but bad things ever since. Yes, but it every aspect of your job can't be good, Blake. you got to suffer through this with me so we can talk about why it's not good. I know. I'll be caught up in the next episode. Again, the fourth episode I enjoyed better. The third episode was okay, but you get... Danny Trejo as a uh, Rancor keeper. Yeah. And you just feel good about that. And there's a pretty cool Wookiee battle in that one. So actually, I'm talking myself into liking the third episode better. Yeah. Second episode. First episode, I'm giving it some slack of, okay. It's the pilot. It's the pilot. It's your first one. You're getting it back. You're excited that Boba Fett's back. Okay. Second episode, you're like, all right, sand people. No, I take it back. I've seen two. Because you still you see the, the, same the chest yeah. in one that yeah. extended. Yeah. Because I think the first two episodes were released together. Yeah. I think. Um, I could be confusing it with Peacemaker where they released the first three and you just had a fourth one. Yeah. Um, in the third episode, you like recruit these biker kids and they run around on like Power Ranger colored motorbikes. So I've seen the scenes. I've seen the, the Black Wookiee. Like the dark Wookiee. Mm-hmm. Seeing that, I saw the whole fight scene or the chase scene, and I was like, ah. "I like." The, and then like even the whole like he has a jetpack. Yeah. What? What are you doing? It is like even the, I think it was episode, the first episode when he's surrounded by the guys with the shield and they're all just like whooping his ass. You're also still wearing the jetpack. Also. He has the absolute opposite problem that the Mandalorian had. Put your goddamn helmet on and leave it there for a minute. Because it's like, I am Boba Fett. Wait, I gotta talk to you. Hold on. <laughs> Listen, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. Nope, hold on. Next scene, I'm just gonna hold the helmet <laughs> real quick. Use it to carry my tokens around. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. And okay, cool. I mean, I flew across the galaxy to get this armor back, but I'm not really going to wear it, okay? No, hold on, listen. <laughs> Gotta talk to old Chun-Li again. Yeah. Plus, his... this I felt like this was going to be a crime family drama done in Star Wars. Yeah, or even a just 
pure bounty hunting. Which would have been he's cool. he's taking over for Jabba the Hutt, and it's just like mercenaries and bounty hunters. and No, the whole thing is, I'm going to do this differently than the Huts do. This is all going to be done with respect. So you're going to be boring? You're going to be boring. Yeah. You know what's really interesting about respect? As far as visually watching shit? Diplomacy. Yeah, I don't give a shit. So, we've had Chris on here, and we've gone deep into uh, Mandalorian with him, and Bad he's got a lot of breakdowns. Bad Batch he's done real deep on, different Star Wars he goes real, real deep on. And I haven't broken it down with him, but I made a comment that I didn't like it, and, I mean, you thought I kicked him in the shin. He's like, I don't know what to do with this. That's really disappointing. I can't believe you don't like it. I was like, it's just, it's just boring. You haven't gotten to a point yet. And, honestly... Boba's kind of pissing me off. Stop being a little bitch. Yeah. Plus, he's going to Black... Be the bounty hunter. Yeah, plus he's going to Black Panther route. We're like, yeah, you're a badass. Then why are you getting your ass whooped in every scene? Go watch Black Panther again. You have two hours. Of him just getting his ass whooped. Of him getting his ass whooped. So literally, he has thrown off a fucking waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, M'Baku whoops his ass, and he just, like, pulls a triangle out of nowhere like his ass and still fight chess on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a deep cut. I know. That was that. One. That was like eight years ago. That was longer than that. You don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, when was that? That was like that was a while ago. Twenty ten, I think. Yeah, twelve years ago. Ten, twelve years ago. Right here is where you put a cut of Chelsea say, Anderson Silva, you absolutely suck. Ended <laughs> <And then> up tapping. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's like you want him to be a badass, but you also want him to be a character that you're rooting for, invested in. He's he's not like both of you in your head. You're like both is badass. Yeah, is he though? He hasn't shown it yet in his own show. Which this is six episodes or eight. Well, let's talk about that. He appeared in Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. Did he fight in Far Strikes Back? No. No? He was just standing next to uh, Darth Vader because he was going to collect the bounty on him because Darth Vader lured him in there and caught him and put him in the carbonite. Okay. So, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, He shoots a couple of people, turns around and goes to shoot Luke, who cuts his gun in half the lightsaber, he does his jetpack off the thing, someone shoots his jetpack, and ultimately he falls in the Sarlacc pit. And a Boba Fett. He comes back in um, Clone Wars. Alright. Well, they have him as a kid in Clone Wars throughout. Yeah, back doing yeah. Shit. Uh, they bring back Django. Django, yeah. His dad, even though he died in Clone Wars. Pretty they, quickly. They reference that. Again, Django shoots at... Obi-Wan yeah. and Clone Wars on the reigning planet, uh, which I can't remember the name, and then just gets the fuck out of there. Yeah. That was the best battle he had because even in Attack of the Clone, he gets his head cut off by Samuel Jackson. Yeah. So that was Jango. So the, the most badass you ever see Boba Fett is Mandalorian. Yeah. That we sh- visually see on screen. Yeah. That is the single most badass spot is when he shows up and fights off those other people with a stick and... And that's like old man beats a hell Boba Fett. 
Yeah, he doesn't look as fat in Book of Boba Fett as he did in that. Yeah, he was a little rough. I mean, he was barely fitting that armor over his... <laughs> that helmet was snug. That fit on all three chins. So, yeah. It's a good point. So I is think, he the badass that everyone thinks I, he is? I think, culturally speaking, Boba Fett has a following that might be misguided. Now, the history of the Mandalorians and Boba Fett's specific history of what his father did and his father's father and where it went and how it all connects. Yeah. Because I've gone down a YouTube rabbit hole where they explain the mythology of the Mandalorians and what all happened. Yeah. And you get a lot of it in Clone Wars, which is really, really good. And I was about to ask, all these are based off of comics. Star Wars originally was a comic. Or I don't no. know if it was originally a comic. It became a comic after the movies. A lot of books, actually. <clears throat> like, series of books. Uh, Knights of the Republic to tell you different shit they referenced throughout the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. Those all reference into like book series that are part of the entire lore. Like it is is its own U.S. history of galactic warfare yeah. and different shit going on. So I'm wondering if it's a, if it's within those books, those comic books are created post the first three movies that came out in the seventies. If that's where he gained his his lore, his his following, his, his yeah, and then we that's just that's what we know now. Because if you buy a Boba Fett shirt, it's a badass shirt. If you buy a Boba Fett anything, it's a badass whatever it is. But why? Again, There's a reason behind it. There's something. There is a cult following to Boba Fett the character, and it's like accepted that he's a badass. That we just never we just never seen him be a badass and. Even on his, the screen, even to his own show, he's getting his ass whooped. There's, we're four episodes in, and he's like he carries himself like this crazy badass. He barely beat a Tuscan Raider. Yeah, like a one-on-one fight. Yeah, granted, it was the big bad Tuscan Raider. Still, just You're one supposed of them. to be Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, you've been on the desert for a couple days. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, agree. you're dehydrated, whatever. Someone give you a Take break for appeals. <laughs> and I think that's a problem. I, I, I am here to throw the grenade of is Boba Fett the character overrated? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Really got good, get good at editing. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, it it's opened up a little bit, but it hasn't opened up dramatically. You know what I'm actually comparing it to in my head? Which I think is more of a nod towards the other one than this one. Mictor's American. Lower proof, simple, a lot of your traditional whiskey notes. Yeah. But that genuinely gives Mictor's American the nod. Because this is a 13-year-old age blended whiskey, and Mictor's American is like... And it's double the price of Mictor's American? Yeah. Now Mictor's American a little bit... Well, I guess both of them are difficult to find. Mictor's American is harder because they... they, Mictor's is still a craft distillery by definition because they are smaller, and they run everything in batches. Yeah. Whereas other places are sourcing out bigger and have bigger distribution. Yeah. The only thing Mictors is regularly running is their bourbon, which 
isn't age-dated other, other than their 10-year ones that you can get. I don't care if it's three weeks old. It's delicious. Yeah. You're aging it long enough to be awesome, so I'm in. Yeah. Um, Peacemaker. HBO Max released last week, last Thursday, I believe. Yeah. And released the first three episodes right out of the gate. Now, everyone was really excited for Peacemaker after we saw Suicide Squad. Yes. After we saw John Cena go back and forth with Idris Elba. That was fantastic. It was hilarious. It was your favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah. So we're like, oh shit, we're going to get a show of this. And you do. It is literally that. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. There's not the Idris Elba like counterbalance. It's everyone else kind of ca- There's not playing a small person. role in counterbalancing. There's different different uh, personalities that kind of make up either his impatience or his competition with or his blind or, patriotism. Or, yeah, there's someone counterbalancing all of that. I think it was the first episode when his eagle hugged him. Eagly. Oh god, which was so damn funny. <laughs> Look, Daddy's hugging me. Yeah. Get a picture. Go get the phone. I don't want to. Dad. <laughs> um. Can how, we just start with the opening credits? I was about to say. However, I've, we're four episodes in. It's entertaining. I think my favorite character is not Peacemaker. I think it's actually Vigilante. And if you've only watched the first episode, you don't know yet. I'm guessing he was the bus boy from the diner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. But. The crap that he says, just—he's an absolute psychopath, and he is hilarious. You got a glimpse of it from the diners, like, you want you want to come with to your abortion? Yeah, (laughs) I'm not gonna go with you to your abortion that you're happy to have. Yeah. So, all of that to say, the opening scene. To do you want to taste it? I can't remember the band that does it. That choreography done completely straight faced and just and you have actors in like their seventies, eighties. You got Robert Patrick doing in there thrusting his hips and pleated khakis. It's there's no other word besides greatness. When when I watched it. Again, I'm coming off of uh, Book of Boba Fett, where I'm like, okay. We're a couple episodes into Dry, this thing. serious, a little boring. We're like three episodes into this thing. I'm like, God, we need to do something. And then you right out of the gate get three episodes of Peacemaker, and the first scene of them going back and forth, and then you get that intro. You're like, this is everything that Boba Fett is not. Yeah. This show is everything that show is not. And it's apples to oranges. They're not oh, yeah. even remotely supposed to be close to the same thing in any regard. What yeah, Star Wars and DC. Yeah, it's not it's not at all an even comparison, but for other than the fact that I am sitting here and I'm watching something to be entertained. Also, in our case, I have a podcast, so I'm gonna I need to pick this part in some capacity for better or worse. So you get that and you're like, this is stupid. Yeah. He is stupid. This is ridiculous. The show has no point. No. 
The point develops. Okay. And there's different spots to it. Again, Boba Fett are 30 minute episodes, so you can get caught up on that quicker. Peacemakers are 45 hour, yeah. to an hour. More worth your time. Yeah. And listen carefully, because the beauty of it is. I mean, you don't really watch Righteous, Righteous Gemstones, but the beauty of it is in all the quick one-liners of them just pitching at each other the whole time. Yeah. Righteous Gemstones, Danny McBride, uh, Adam... I've seen the first season. I just haven't picked up on the second season yet because it just came out. Yeah, it just came out, but it's the same concept. The brilliance of Righteous Gemstones isn't necessarily the whole plot or the story. It's the quick shit that they're saying to each other really, really, really fast. A lot of it is improvised. Peacemaker is the exact same way. Yeah. The show itself is fine. The quick shit that they're saying that I would be surprised if a good amount wasn't improvised, even by John Cena. Yeah. I mean, John Cena's fucking hilarious he's, anyways. Yeah. Make your weird shaped face and body work for you, and he has. Yeah. And I think uh, Trainwreck with Amy Schumer was yeah, the start of that. Yeah, when he's the drug dealer. No, he that one he was uh, Trainwreck was he was the oh boyfriend. yeah he was the boyfriend and he kept saying gay shit gay shit yeah at the movie theater you want to go motherfucker I'll suck your dick right now what that's gay what that's are you doing really that's really gay that's really homosexual uh what was it where he was the drug dealer steps sisters something exceptional because it was Tina Fey and the girl from Parks and Rec Amy Poehler Amy Poehler and he was the drug dealer and he was the drug dealer in the bathroom when he's just going through his laundry list of drugs he has on him yes. Oh, it's like one of the best scenes in film. So I got things that make your dick hard. I got things that make your dick soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, all about. Uh, look, I'm sold. It's not the greatest show on the planet. You're it's not, what you expect it to be. You're not going to be overwhelmed, but you are going to be thoroughly entertained and if you pay attention to the one-liners. There's shit I need to go back and listen to just so I can pick it up again. Like, I'm going to start doing Ted Lasso on repeat just so I can get all yeah. the one-liners on there. I want to get the quotes and use those in my daily life. I'm going to start trying. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I got some bad news. What, Jay-Z and Beyonce broke up? No. Oh, thank God. Just saying out loud made me sad. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. I'm not going to tell you again. You, you have to put the effort in. Ready? Ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. Gotta get the jump. That's why it's a marionette. That's why it's on no strings attached. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then when he gets it, nailed it. Yeah! Like, see, okay? Mm-mm. It's a wigwam and a teepee. <laughs> what? Two tens. Hot shot! <laughs> oh, they're my favorite ones. Mm-mm. It's a wigwam and a teepee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Oh, so I got lost my hat. Yeah. Uh, that was a deep fall. It was. It's back there. Uh, break. Or no don't break. You're about to see something real special. Um, are we ready to move on to uh, NFL? Do you have anything else to cover before we get to NFL? <laughs> That's some physical difficulties. <laughs> Listen, these, these are not my first whiskeys up there. And I haven't had enough carbs to uh, soak all this shit up. I'm about to hit up Brahms' bag of burgers on the way home. <laughs> <sighs> and, uh, dude, 
$5, that, a milkshake, and some whiskey after the fact, you'll never be happier in your life. It's not um, a bad point. I'm telling you. How many burgers you get in the bag of burgers? Five. For five dollars? Mm-hmm. Six ninety-five if you add cheese. God bless America. And basic ass cheeseburgers. Yeah. They're perfect. Instead of trying to fancy your ass up with one burger, quantity over quality on this one. Just trust me. One night. It might be the night. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, just one time. Just grab a bag of burgers, get a milkshake of some kind. Yeah. It could be for Brahms, mostly because logistically it's right there and it's easy, or do what I did and go to Marble Slab, eat the burgers, you'll eat all five and you'll regret that you ate all five, because no one needs five cheeseburgers. I'm guessing they're like value menu size burgers. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then have a whiskey. And just melt into whatever you're sitting in. <laughs> it's the simple things. That might be the night. Alright. Like I said, if if not that, I'm gonna use the $25 gift card to go to Chili's and get the uh, chips and salsa and shit. So, my parents went to church. Church was having a chili cook-off. My stepdad was like, Hey, I want to enter your chili in the chili cook-off. I was like, I didn't know you were trying to kill all the old people at your church. <laughs> Leave those poor old white people alone. So spicy. It, again, this the same chili that entered at the... <laughs> the kindergarten the, <laughs> My My daughter was in kindergarten at the time. I entered the chili into her elementary school cook-off and won first place. I was like, well, I keep entering it into ridiculous shit. Despite the fact that there's Reaper Pepper in this shit. Yeah, as long as it keeps winning. It won again. Did it? Yep. Labeled most macho, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, spicy. Yeah, spicy and meaty. There. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find a way to enter it into the, I think it's called Terlingua Chili Cook-Off? Yeah. The, like, the- The Chili Cook-Off? The one that started the company chilies. Yeah. Because most people don't know that it wasn't just their chicken tenders that made them start the restaurant. They actually had chili. It was chili and baby back ribs. Yep. Initially. So, I'm going to go roll with the big dog. Let's see what I actually got. Yeah. Is this I mean, my, is this a friendly neighborhood chili? You or wanted an elementary this... school one and a church one. Might as well go for the big one. Exactly. <laughs> is this a friendly neighborhood chili or am I going to fight some purple shit in space? Yeah. 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 Ah, ah, yeah. Fucking let's go, Grimace. How, how amazing are you? I know. Let's do this. You are amazing. <laughs> I just feel like you need to hear it. No, I need to hear that. Yeah, I really need to hear it. Thank 